What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra, and you're probably asking yourself, what is The Start Down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going, but I want to talk about what happens when you get to work, and that's what The Start Down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of The Start Down. We did it. We crossed episode 101, or episode 100. We're in episode 101, which is super exciting. I'm excited to be here, and I'm doing something we haven't done in a while. And when I introduce today's guest, I think you'll understand that. It, you know, I, I really can't believe we come this far, 100 episodes. And today's guest, I'm going to let him introduce themselves because no one introduced themselves better than you do. Uh, and I'm going to introduce me. It's going to be me, man. I, and I realize as many of these podcasts, even as I've done solo, I've never really kind of delved into some of the questions and delved into my story and, and some of the things that I want to share with you guys on this episode. So I really want to dig down deep on this one, talk about a little bit of the things I've learned in doing 100 podcasts, why I'm doing a podcast, what effects the podcasts have had on my business, and really some of the mistakes, errors, and things that I've learned along the way. And really, what's the plan for the next 100 episodes, right? Because if I just keep doing the same things over and over again and I'm not learning, it doesn't make a lot of sense, you know, when it comes to this podcast and it comes to what I want to do and, and you know, where I want to grow. So I, I think it's good to start at the beginning. And I've, I've told a lot of my guests this before they get on. I kind of give a little intro before each one of my guests come on about me and who I am. And the reason why I tell them I do this is I say, listen, I want you to know who I am, where I'm coming from, why I do the podcast, because I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. I want the podcast to be them, about them initially. And, and really, the reason why I do that is, is because I truly believe that, you know, it really is important for us to understand what it takes, you know, to do this. And, and I think it's important for the guests to understand why I do this because a lot of effort comes into it. And a lot of times my guests do have podcasts themselves. So they really understand that perspective and understand where I'm coming from. So, you know, what I very often tell them is I said, listen, let me tell you a little bit about who I am and what I do. And more importantly, why I do the podcast. And the introduction goes like this. Um, and, and some of you may know this story. Some of you may not. It may be your first time hearing it. But I used to be a classroom teacher. And I start with that. I started teaching uh, in the early 2000s and taught all the way to the late 2000s. So for about a better part of a decade. And during that period, uh, much like now, we, were, you know, we went through a lot of technology renaissance. A lot of things were coming out. Technology was evolving. Um, and ironically, the start down is not my first podcast. I had a podcast when I was teaching. Um, I had a podcast. I had a YouTube channel. I had a Twitter. I was doing all these things because I taught religion. I taught ethics and Bible. And in teaching those two subject areas, I had to do things that were a little different. So for the exam reviews, my students had to go to my podcast to hear the exam review and to my YouTube channel sometimes to get lectures. And it's something that I firmly believed in because I felt the technology was a great way to engage the students. And, you know, there were podcasts around, I, you know, it wasn't brand new in, the, in that time, but using it in education was a little bit new. And it's definitely nowhere near as big as it was now. I think the only channel I was distributed on at the time was Apple Podcasts. So I really wanted to make sure 
that I did something, you know, interesting and neat and really wanted to make sure that I, you know, engage my students. So really, it's funny, I kind of took about a 10 year hiatus. And then when I fired the start down back up, I was kind of back at podcasting. But, you know, digress, I very often tell them to and then after I was, you know, teaching for, for a lot of t- years, I loved it. I loved teaching. I really enjoyed it. It was a great career. I kid around, you know, it's a discussion we don't have to have today, but I definitely believe teachers are underpaid. But I'll be honest with you, when I was teaching, I couldn't believe they paid me money to do that. I really could not believe I got paid to teach because it was such a fun job. I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. Started it pretty much right out of college and I actually, you know, went into it accidentally. I was a terrible student in high school. I was not a good student in college. And if you guys have listened to some of my other episodes, you probably heard that story. But I never really was a good or great student. I was always an average student. But I I really fell in love with education and and I really enjoy teaching. And the way I fell into teaching was one of my former teachers, you know, came into a job I was working at and said, hey, do you want to come be a substitute teacher? And he mentored me. His name was Jim Ehrman, great guy, uh, you know, and, and he just mentored me throughout. And then that's how I got my start in teaching. And, you know, while I was teaching, young kid, it was fun. You know, before I met my wife, you know, I was single and I really enjoyed I kind of went all in on the job. I really became very, you know, uh, involved in it. And then uh, met my wife got married, have kids, still very involved and, and dedicated to my career. But as I started having kids, I knew I wanted to advance in the educational industry. Um, I knew I wanted to maybe become an assistant principal or kind of grow in that career path. So I went and got my master's degree from Full Sail University, which once again is completely ironic because like I said, I was a terrible student. So here I was, the kid that barely graduated high school was going to get a master's degree in educational technology. And I went to Full Sail because I looked at a lot of other universities and I looked at a lot of other colleges in the area and they were really just given master's degrees in PowerPoint. This was in the late 2000s. And I just didn't, you know, see anything I love, but Full Sail was offering this hands-on, very immersive experience. Like I said, a lot of things like, you know, I mentioned the podcasting, YouTube, how to create a course online. This is like even before the days of like Canvas and Schoology and Edmodo appear in education. And now we know how important online education has become. So I got my master's degree and I started to look for jobs. And I really would have loved to advance in the school I was in, but, you know, there was no positions available. So I found the school, uh, you know, I was working about an hour south of where I was living. And then I found a job about an hour north of where I was living. And the school about an hour north of me, the job was advertised for an assistant principal of curriculum instruction for an online Catholic school. I was like, man, this is it. This is the job. This is the job for me. It's like perfect. It's meant to be. And I was driving, I'll never forget this story. I was driving to apply for the job. And on the way there at the time, my wife also happened to be pregnant with our second son, Anthony. And, you know, she calls me, she says, hey, listen, the hospital called and it's, you know, it's time for me to come in. She was actually going to be induced. And she called me and I said, okay, do you want me to turn around and come home? She goes, no, go for the interview. I'll pack. I'll get everything ready. I'll make sure you got food. She's like the best wife in the world. And I just really thought that, you know, I may or may not get the job. I thought it was kind of a crapshoot, to be honest with you. So I went in, interviewed for the job, typical interview questions. And at the end of it, she goes, well, how serious are you about this job? Like, do you really want it? Like, like you know, um, is it something you're really interested in? And I said, well, to give you an idea of how serious I am about this job, as soon as I leave here, I'm going home and I'm taking my wife to the hospital to have a baby. And she kind of like fell back in her chair a little bit. I'll never forget it. And she says, well, that's, that's very impressive. She's like, well, you know, go home, take care of your wife. And then, you know, once you guys have the baby and get settled back in, give me a call sometime next week. So 
obviously because this was on, I believe it was on a Thursday or a Friday. I think it was on a Thursday. So we had the baby, yeah, because Anthony was born on a Friday. So we had the baby, you know, all that excitement. I called her, I think, mid the following week. I said, hey, listen, we're still getting settled in, but just want to touch base. She says, yeah, listen, why don't you come uh, the following week for an interview? Long story short, went for the interview, got the job. She offered me the job. And, you know, here I was. My wife just had a baby. It was the end of May. I really thought that I was going to have the whole summer off and be able to stay home and help my wife with the baby. Well, that did not work out as planned. And actually, um, she says, listen, this job, though, you would start, you know, June as soon as your other job ends, June 15th, you would start the following week. So I went home, asked my wife. She said, absolutely, you could do it. So I took the job, went and took the job. And, you know, I got in there and it really just was not what I expected. And by no fault of anyone else, I, I think I underestimated what the job was going to be. They maybe overestimated how qualified I was for the job. And I went in there and they just, you know, it was supposed to be an online school. They're supposed to have more curriculum done than they did. And I kind of freaked out, right? Here it was. This was my first job kind of moving up in my career. I, you know, in full transparency, I went in my car and cried at one point, called my old principal back and asked for my job back. He said, sorry, I don't have anything. But I'll be honest with you, it ended up being one of the, the, the greatest jobs I ever had. It actually ended up, they ended up being a startup. And this was really my first step in the startup culture you know, that business actually ended up getting invested in by a guy by the name of Wayne Heisinga, who was kind of like our local South Florida billionaire. And if you don't know who he is, this will ring a bell. He is the guy that founded Blockbuster, not the Blockbuster that everybody makes fun of online and says, oh man, you know, like he, he screwed everything up. This guy sold it to Viacom. Viacom's the one that screwed it up and didn't compete with Netflix. But Wayne invested in it. He also owned the Miami Dolphins at the time. So it was a whirlwind, man. I went, you know, I, you know, I, within a matter of like probably 16 week, uh, 16 months, I mean, I went from teaching in a classroom to flying on private jets, presenting the school boards and in boardrooms around the country and just places like I would have never imagined I would have been in 16 months before. I mean, owner's boxes at the Miami Dolphins football game, like I said, private jets. It was just, it was an amazing, amazing ride seeing all this money come in and, and how it changed the business and how it grew its startup. But that being said, all that money came into that business, and this is really where the, the whole sort of crust of the podcast comes in and why I do what I do, is all that money came in, I was really still making just a little over a, a, what I should have been making as a teacher or administrator. I, you know, all this money got invested, like I said, I was flying a private jet, I would pull up in, the, in front of this private jet in my, you know, 2005 busted up Nissan Sentra to get on a private, you know, 747 jet. It was just a different time, right? It was a different, it, it, it just, I wasn't making as much as I thought. So, but oh, the owners of the company kept promising me equity, kept promising me things that I just didn't get. And long story short, that ran its course. And I never did see anything really big out of that. So when that was over, I really wanted to move into either I could have gone back to the classroom. I could have done a lot of different things. I had a few companies I could have gone and worked for, but really decided with a mentor of mine that kind of uh, had also taken on me under his wing in that startup. He was also one of the equity partners. And him and I decided to start our own consulting firm. And that's really where I kind of got the name, the start down for the podcast and everything, because we started to work with startups and we really loved working with startups. But, you know, there was a lot of work in that. Some of them were just ideas. Some of them were existing businesses that were running. And, and we started in the education field, but expanded everything, oil and gas, telecom. You know, we did a lot of things in e-commerce. I mean, there was just tons of businesses that I worked with. And really, that's the second half of my career. So I spent a decade in the classroom and really the last decade as a consultant and helping small businesses grow and scale. And the reason why I do the podcast, and this is what I always tell my guests is, I really have started to work less with podcasts because I've had success working with some of these startups. I now tend to work a little bit more established companies that are looking to go from maybe they've been able to do six figures and they want to break that seven figure mark. So I tend to work less with startups or if I'm working with a startup, 
they tend to be very well funded by other successful business owners that have bought sold businesses for you know six seven eight figures sometimes so it really is a matter of i'm working with a different crowd on the day-to-day but i love the startup community so i do the podcast to stay connected to that community a lot of you who are listening know that you are startups you're looking to grow you're looking to scale you're hearing the great guests here on the start down podcast and, and you're getting advice from them and i tell them that's really the reason why i do this is to stay connected to that startup community because i truly believe that every person out there has a great business idea in them every person out there has a great startup idea in them they may not be able to be successful with it but i think we all have that idea and then if given the right tools the right teams the right people they can be successful i think i think anyone has the potential to grow a business and i've seen it you know some of the most successful startups i've worked with they're not by the best business people they're by the people that had the best ideas and let that sink in for a minute, right? Some of the most successful startups that I've worked with, some of the most successful businesses that I've been able to help grow have not been by the best business people, but they've been by the people that were the most committed to their idea. And I think the reason that is, and that's why I call this a start down, the startup is just an idea. We all have ideas. But the start down is, is when we get to work, right? And, and kind of that clouds and dirt that Gary Vee talks about. But the start down is when we get to work, when we dig our feet in, when we try to make things happen. And, you know, when I look at the businesses that I work with that have been able to be successful, and what I mean by that is they haven't been the greatest maybe businessmen or women, is that they come in and they hire people that are able to help them where their weaknesses are, whether they outsource their accounting or they outsource the business development to someone like myself, or they outsource the marketing and they focus on building their idea or they focus on building their concept that they're good at. If they're good at designing educational curriculum, they focus just on designing that educational curriculum. If they're good at sales, they focus just on selling that amazing product they created and let someone else handle the manufacturing and the logistic and the e-commerce side of things. But really, it, it, it's been amazing. And, and on the flip side of that, though, I don't want to downplay it. I've also worked with some amazing businessmen and women who understand the ins and outs of business. And I'm just in awe of them when I get to work with them sometimes. They understand what it takes. They could almost step into any industry, any vertical, any type of company. And they're seasoned businessmen and women and they know how to run a company. And these have been amazing lessons. And these are the people I try to have on the podcast, the guests I try to bring in, the different people so that they could hear things. And, and that's the story I like to tell. And I don't know if I've actually told that you know, to the listening audience here on the start down. I may have in a, in a previous episode, but I think it's the pretty consistent story I tell to all our guests. I did give you guys a little bit extra on there because I wanted you to, to know some of the details of it. But that's the story I tell all the guests before they come on the show. And... You know, when I look back at the 100 episodes, I've done a good mix of solo podcasts like this where I'm sharing information and, you know, I'm kind of sharing my thoughts and ideas and sharing a little bit of my journey. And then I've done a good mix of guests and I really enjoy the guests. I find those episodes are a little bit longer because <laughs> sometimes I feel like when I'm on my own or when I'm solo, it's a little bit hard to know what to talk about or it's a little bit hard to know what topics to cover with a guest. I just, I really enjoy the conversation, right? I really enjoy the back and forth and, and just that, that sort of engagement. And sometimes, listen, I mean, I've had to cut them off. Sometimes I've seen like, oh man, we're at an hour. It's hard to go past that hour sometimes, but I mean, I could have gone for two, three hours on a podcast. I really enjoy the interview style podcast. Never brought on a co-host though, because I, I like to have that, you know, someone said to me once, well, why don't you partner up with someone? And I've, you know, teamed up and done a few podcast episodes and series with other people where we've co-hosted, but I don't know, this is kind of like my baby. And I just really, it, it's, it, and you know, it leads me to kind of the second reason I do the podcast is part of it is I want my 
journey and my story to be documented. You know, I think we're putting podcasts out there now and they're distributed on, you know, we use Anchor. I love Anchor. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering how to start a podcast, you should use Anchor. You may have even heard that advertisement. Um, but I know it goes on Anchor and then it goes out to Spotify and Google and Apple and it just goes out on the internet. And I know these stories and maybe even episode 101 right now, my my kids or maybe, you know, when they're older and maybe I'm gone, right? Or my grandkids or my great-grandkids or my great-great-grandkids. I don't know how long these podcasts will stay in archive, but they'll search their great-grandfather's name or they'll search my name or they want to know more about me and this podcast episode will come up or one of my podcast episodes will come up and they'll get to hear the stories, right? Hear the stories of what I did and, and you know, hear the stories of some of the people I talked to and maybe they get something out of it. And, and it sounds a little bit cheesy. I know it sounds a little bit corny, but you know, to be honest with you, it really is one of the reasons that I do the podcast. I really, truly believe that this is something that it will be out there forever. And it's kind of a legacy piece. Um, I, you know, I went out with a friend of mine for lunch. I'll never forget this. This is probably, uh, I got, well, it's pre-pandemic. We're still in the COVID, but it was pre-pandemic. And I remember him and I went to the lunch and he's also got a podcast that he does. And we're talking about the different ways we manage it and he outsources the production of it to a group. I have an internal group, Mark and Ryan, uh, that I've talked about many times that do a great job producing the podcast, but he outsources it to another group and he says, well, how are you doing on the listens and comments and likes and reviews on, on iTunes and, you know, how many people are you getting listened per episode and all these other things? I said, listen, I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't know. And he's like, what do you mean you don't know? And I said, I just, I, I don't keep track of things. That's not why I do it. I don't, you know, I'd be lying if I said I never looked to see how many listens an episode gets. I do check it, but I'm not, I don't have a goal number in mind. I'm not doing this to get a certain number of listeners. I'm not doing this to, to get a certain ranking on Apple Podcasts. I'm not doing this to, to be heard. Or, you know, I, I do it because I want to stay connected to a community. I hope that some people I never, ever know listen to this and get a great piece of advice and I never hear about it. And it maybe helps them grow their business or it helps them in life or it helps them with fatherhood or it helps them with something. I really don't care if, if, if they tell me about it. I don't need that edification. Not that I'm saying my friend that I was talking to does, but it's just for me, that's not why I do it. And the second thing is, like I said, I do it for that legacy, right? Like I'm hoping the impact of this is heard maybe, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years from now. <laughs> that's really why I do it. And, and, I, and I truly feel like that. Now, doesn't mean that, you know, would I, would I love it if, if I got a bunch, you know, thousands upon thousands or, you know, and got ranked on iTunes and all that? Yeah, that'd be a bonus, right? To me, that'd be icing on the cake. That wouldn't even be icing on the cake. That would be ice cream with the cake. <laughs> that would be like an extra thing I didn't even plan on doing. But I really just do it for that reason. And I think it's important when you delve into anything, whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or being more active on social or starting a YouTube channel or starting a business, like, you know, don't do it. For, you know, if you're doing it for listeners or followers or monetary gains, it's a whole different approach, right? Because I don't have to sacrifice anything on this. I don't have to sacrifice the way I talk. I don't have to sacrifice the type of guests I have. I don't have to sacrifice anything because there's no, there's no repercussion or gain for me either way, right? So I'm able to speak a little more freely. I'm able to maybe have a little bit broader audience than if I didn't do that. But I truly believe that you know, that's what's important to me. That That's what I believe and that's why I did it. You know, that being said, it doesn't mean that, that I haven't made mistakes, right? When I listen to things, even originally, like there's a lot of times my team, when they were editing, they were editing out the pauses, right? So I would, and I talk fast as it is, but I would pause 
and then my team would edit out that pause, and then I would make me sound even faster. I told my team, I said, stop editing the pauses. <laughs> I want the pauses left in there. I feel like it leaves a better flow. So I told them to stop doing that. So I'm going to take out the ums and things like that if I say that too much. But I, I wanted to leave that in there. You know, I think initially the way I recorded the audio, I was doing, you know, uh, the different ways in which I was doing it in the office, the microphones, doing it on Zoom versus doing it here, I, you know. And, and I've done different things, too, where, you know, I've got invited uh, to some conventions to interview people at conventions, and I brought the wrong equipment, and the audio came out terrible, and I wasn't able to use the recordings, and, you know, there'll probably be episodes that never come out, or I did put them out even if they did have bad audio. So, like I said, there's been a lot of bumps and bruises and a lot of things I've learned along the way, but I did it, right? And that, to me, is the important thing, is that I just got out and did it. I was able to put it out. I was able to deliver something. So, you know... I think I've done that. And if I look back on, you know, all the episodes and what I've done, and I, and I really wanted to get on here and say, well, which one was the most impactful? And which one do I look back and say, oh, I love that one the best or, or meant the most? And, you know, right now, I think in, in this moment, I really have to say it was episode 100 with my dad, because I think that was a special moment, right? It was a special moment for me to have that with him. He said some things to me and was able to you know, I think we we talked in a way that we wouldn't talk if we were just communicating every day on a phone call or a visit to the house or hanging out in the office. I mean, if you didn't listen to episode 100 with my dad, please, you know, that's one I'd like to go viral. Not for me, but for my dad. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool if episode 100 blew up. But, you know, that was really a special episode to me. But to be honest with you, they've all meant something to me, right? All the guests have been great. I've learned one little nugget from all the guests. And, and if you listen to the intro that I play in the beginning of each one of my episodes, you know, I say this is kind of like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. And Jim Emmerman, who I mentioned, one of my mentors from, you know, when I started teaching, he used to say that all the time. We did a lot of youth retreats. And that's something you would say in the beginning of the retreat. You're going to hear from speakers. You're going to hear a lot of different things. You're going to read things. Uh, I, obviously, it was a religious, religious retreat, so we talk about things in the Bible. Uh, you're going to read things in the Bible. You know, take what you need and leave the rest. And I really, for me, the podcast has been that. So I think there's been little nuggets, little things I've learned from individual people. I can't tell you there's one thing that's like totally revolutionized what I've done because that hasn't hit me yet. But hey, I've got another 100 episodes ahead of me and maybe that happens. You know, it's funny, even having done 100 episodes and interviewed a ton of different people, there's still people I want on the show. There's still people I'd love to interview, friends. You know, there, there's people out there, celebrities, you know, motivational speakers that I like to have on the podcast. Once again, not to get the ranking, not to get more followers or more listeners, just because I think it'd be really neat to have a conversation with them, document it, and put it out on my podcast. And, and like I said, this is a little, you know, the start down, why, why it is, once again, for me to reach out to that community, it really is a time capsule for me. I'm really using this you know, I'm not, uh, even though I'm writing a book that's going to be coming out, I'm not a journaler. I'm not somebody that, you know, I really would love to do a gratitude journal. It's something I keep saying I'm going to do and dig on. So, you know, some of you maybe hold me accountable to that if you're listening to this. Have you started a gratitude journal yet? But I don't journal day to day. I don't do a gratitude journal. But my podcast is kind of like my journal. And, and this is really how I've utilized this platform. It's what I've learned from it. So, you know, and I hope maybe that nugget helps you, right? When you're thinking about, should I do a podcast or should I do something like this but you know you know how can it help my business how can it uh, maybe just do it to tell the story right maybe do it as your own little time capsule that you put out there that you're going to let other people listen to and follow a roadmap like i said this episode today may you know impact somebody i release mine every tuesday it may impact somebody on the tuesday it may impact someone a hundred tuesdays from now i don't know uh but either way i'm putting it out there i could always refer back to it i could listen to it i have the experience to be able to do that and see what happens so if anything, I want you to get out of this episode is that, you know, take the risk, 
in whatever it is, whether it's starting a podcast, you know, I know with COVID going on, a lot of us, our lives have changed. Start a new career, start something you want to do, start a hobby, start spending more time with your family, do something, whatever it is, though, go ahead and take a chance. So, and once again, thank you so much to all of you who've been listening all 100 episodes. I know there's, there's a group of you out there. Those of you who are just tuning in for the first time or following, once again, I appreciate everybody who listens and it means a lot to me. And I always love feedback too. So, you know, if there's anything you'd like to hear on the podcast or anything that you think I could do better, I've had guests on that have told me that, you know, through the interview process at the end, we'll go off air and they'll give some tips or ideas or different things that I could do. And that's always been very helpful. That's really been a good indicator for me. And, and I've just really appreciated and enjoyed that. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Episode 101, we have some great guests coming up for the next couple episodes as well. I will try to throw more of these solo ones in because I think that's something I've lacked doing that I really enjoy kind of updating you guys on what's going on with me. And, and listen, what's going on right now is it's amazing. With COVID, everything's changing. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous about what might have happened to my business, but thankfully, knock on wood, the business has been very successful and things have been going really, really well. So, you know, I, I hope that continues on that rise, but I'm obviously very sympathetic to those of you who have been impacted by this. And there's a lot of you who have. So please continue to, to you know, stay focused, stay driven, don't give up, uh, keep going out there. Now's the time to make the change. And, and once again, Thank you so much for tuning in. And, and as I always say at the end of every episode, if you'd like to hear more great episodes like this, visit thestartdown.com. And once again, if you'd like to learn more about me, mikefakara.com. And as always, uh, would be remiss if I didn't on episode 101 give a big thanks to Mark and Ryan, who are not editing out the pauses, I hope. <laughs> um, a big shout out to Mark and Ryan, who do produce the podcast and do a great job. Thanks to Anchor for hosting the podcast as well. I don't think I've ever given them a shout out. But really appreciate everything Anchor does. And man, technology is just amazing today that we can do all these things. So if you're listening to this episode too and you enjoyed it, please visit MikeFerrer.com. Find one of my social media platforms and just shoot me a note so that I know you listen. But I really appreciate it. If you're listening to this and you'd like to be a guest as well, once again, go to MikeFerrer.com. Shoot me a note and say, hey, I'd love to be a guest on your podcast and just kind of have a conversation. I think that'd be fun as well. I don't think I've ever asked for that on an episode. So as I move into the next 100 episodes, once again, I have more exciting guests I want to get on. I have more stories. I have more questions I want to ask. I have more things I want to tell you guys. Uh, I want to dig a little bit deeper into that personal story I told in the beginning of the podcast and give you some of the ins and outs of things that happened in there as well. I give you very much 30,000 foot overview, but there was a lot of firings and lawsuits and, oh man, so much fun stuff I'm going to be able to share. <laughs> so if that doesn't make you want to stay tuned, I definitely, definitely look forward to seeing you on the next 100 episodes. Once again, startdown.com, subscribe to more great episodes like this, mikefakara.com to learn a little more about me or ask me a question or find out about being a guest. And I will catch you all on the next episode. Or you, actually, you all. It's just you listening right now. One person, one ear. Uh, I appreciate you listening to me in your car, in your ear pods, wherever you're at. I really appreciate it. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I'm your host, Mike Vicara. Make sure you visit me at MikeVicara.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes dropping every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.